This is the world-famous marriage segment with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. All right, this is when we literally stop the train, where we're, we're the show that created the phrase conservatainment. So we obviously cover conservative issues in a very entertaining manner. Um, we're also the first to bring you the televised version of the show. It's five and a half years now, America's First. But all that aside, we stop and talk about one topic every Friday at 8.30. Every Friday at 8.30, we stop and we cover the exact same topic, of which there's many pages to, and that topic is marriage. And as we say, and I kind of say, we look at the sanctity of marriage, the holiness of marriage, right? You throw in um, the this, this steaminess. I always like to throw in the steaminess of marriage. Uh, and it keeps it fresh. You heard my wife on. We'll be married 28 years coming up this November. And when when everything is settled at the cave and everything's loving, it's a wonderful world. And when there's, it's not settled, it's a miserable world. So we started the World Famous Marriage Talk segment a long, long time ago. We're now up to marriage tip number 219. Uh, my wingman has been Robert Kosick. From the beginning, Mr. Kosick. Honor the Vow. He wrote the book, honortheval.com. That's when we first met when he wrote the book. He's been joining us ever since. Morning, Mr. Kosick. Hey, good morning, Sam. Yeah, we uh, first our first segment was back in uh, 2011, May. And we didn't so count. We, we weren't counting. No, not back then. That was the other station. So the number that you see here is relative to when you joined forces with Chuck, and we actually formalized it and good. started recording them and posting them. So there's probably another 40 or 50 tips that we did prior to this. And it's so nice to be at a place that welcomes the positive word. I, you know, I and they didn't like it when I talked about fidelity in marriage, how essential it is, yeah. how you know, remaining faithful to your husband, remaining faithful to your wife, what it means in terms of you know, the value you took before God, community, and family, what it means to your children, what it means to the community, what it means to your business, your health. And they didn't like it. Salem loves it. So we're thrilled to be here. Let me get to, uh, it's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Marriage tip 219, Mr. Kosick. The, the, I'll read it, you comment. The business of marriage. A standard tool in business is the SWOT analysis when you identify the S strengths, W weaknesses, O opportunities, T threats of and to, uh, to your business. Then you put in place a plan to take advantage of the strength and opportunities to, and reduce the weaknesses of any potential threats. Same analysis is a great tool for taking a marriage to the next level. How to use SWOT SWOT analysis in your marriage. Use your strengths to offset areas where your marriage is weak. Plan more time together, doing things you all have in common to offset a weakness in communications. Time together, doing things you both like will often help to improve communications. And look for opportunities to ward off potential threats to your marriage. Consistent date nights ward off the threat where people may be drifting apart. Too much time is passing without an opportunity. So you got your strengths and you got your potential threats. Take it away. All right, so uh, I, I always find it humorous. Uh, I love doing it to couples when they ask me to help them with their marriage, and they say, so tell me about your background. And I tell them, I'm a finance guy. <laughs> and they go, and you're going to help us with your our marriage how? And so one of the things that I try to explain to them is there's actually a lot of similarities between the business world, especially turning around a company, and turning around a marriage or taking it to the next level. And this tool is one of the greatest tools that you can use to do that. The SWOT analysis is just an assessment of 
what's the status of our marriage? What's the health and the strength and the weaknesses and things that we need to pay attention to and work on? Because no marriage is perfect. No two people are perfect. And so there's going to be weaknesses and there's going to be strengths and and people complement each other in, in those areas. And if you don't sit down and actually take a look at what each person is good at, and what each person is not good at, you'll never know how you complement each other, and you won't ever be able to take advantage of those strengths to offset some of the weaknesses you have or to strengthen some of those weaknesses. And then these potential opportunities, you'll never take advantage of those opportunities, and therefore they become threats to the overall health of your marriage. And so I highly recommend people. It's a real simple analysis. I can, I can provide some information if people contact me on exactly how to do that. But real simple. Just take a look at where you're strong and use that to offset where you're weak, and then potential opportunities, take advantage of those, and that'll help ward off any threats that are coming into your marriage. Outstanding. Our world-famous marriage talk segment uh, with Mr. Robert Kostick. What are some of the threats? Because you say, uh, look for opportunities to ward off potential threats to your marriage. By the way, the content is on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. List some of the threats that couples deal with. Uh, communication is a huge one. If you don't communicate or spend time with each other, you'll slowly start to drift away. Uh, placing your kids uh, at the center of your marriage, uh, not, not to mean to ignore them, but to make them the sole thing that you talk about and focus on all the time, what happens is when those kids then go off to college, now it's just the two of you sitting there and you don't have anything in common because you didn't build that relationship. Or something really simple. I know a lot of guys who don't wear their rings. And there's some professional reasons why you don't do that. You're in electronics or a doctor or whatever, those kind of things. But some people would say, well, I'm just not comfortable doing it. Well, now you're walking around without your colors on your on your hand, and you're a potential target for women to say, oh, maybe he's single. He's single. And so if you have your ring on, that at least is one barrier to say to somebody else, well, if I'm going to go after him, I'm going to be attacking a family. And that then becomes a way to ward off that threat by saying, hey, I'm devoted to somebody. Stay away. So those are just a couple of them. Strong, strong. Our world-famous marriage talk segment. Uh, the content's posted up there on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick, also, Mr. Kosick also includes the hot and heavy marriage tip. That was actually added, what, like a year into it when we started that? Yeah, about a year into it. I think episode 104-ish, right around then, we decided <laughs> to formalize something to help couples in this area because it's so important in a marriage to take care of this part, too. We decided to address it as well. Amen. That's why I put the steaminess in marriage. Uh, the hot and heavy marriage tip, mixed signals too often. The husband gets frustrated with his wife because he wants to do something that she apparently does not want to do that night, only to find out later she actually did want to do the same thing. He just misread the signals. To avoid this very sad dilemma, they should both either learn how to better read each other's signals or better yet, quit sending signals and just tell your spouse exactly what you're wanting and when. You may still be frustrated, but it'll not be because you misread the signal. Yeah, yeah, I could see where a husband wife. I thought we we're doing it. Wait, we're not doing it. What's going on around here? Or, or the husband kind of throws some soft signals his wife's way, and she's busy doing other stuff. And he picked up on the fact that she was saying, "I'm there with you, but just not right this second. I got to focus on these other things first. And he takes it as being ignored or not no interest, and so he gets all frustrated, just goes to bed. And then she's like, "Well, wait, I thought we were doing this." And he's like, "No, forget it. Now I'm just going to sleep." And it's just a sad situation. I can't think of a sadder situation in a marriage than when they both wanted to do something and they just totally misread it, and now neither one of them are doing anything. And that's just kind of sad. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Let me just speak for all mankind. Yeah, that sucks. 
And, and the worst part is the next morning when she said, are you all right? You seemed really mad last night. I said, well, I wanted to do this. And she said, well, so did I. And he goes, what? <laughs> are you kidding? But, and uh, you know, when, when are the kids going off to school? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Robert Kosick, uh, my wingman on our world-famous marriage talk segment. And I'm telling you something. There's so many things that can come flying at you in the world. You want to have that marriage rock solid, right? As I always say, the proverbial rock in the windshield when you're on 59 or 610 or 45 or I-10 or the flat tire, right? Or, as we both know, losing your job even though you were doing pretty well. You're like, what? So there's a lot of things that can go south on you pretty quickly. And you always want to be able to come home to that wonderful, cozy, supportive cave with husband and wife. And I've talked to people who dreaded going home. As I've told you before, they've dreaded going home to their spouse and they'll stay at the office longer or engage in activities which aren't legal, moral, ethical, just to not go home or maybe get the attention of somebody else. Folks, that's why we do this. That's why we do it. Absolutely. And and if you take the first part of this tip into this part here, you you can take my situation. This new uh, job that I have uh, has me kind of down in the gallery area, so traffic is a little bit messed up. So I've shifted my day. I come in a little bit later, stayed a little bit later to kind of avoid that traffic. But what that would mean is that I would have less time with my spouse because I'm now not getting home like seven, eight o'clock at night. So what I've done is we shifted. And I said, so, so to avoid a threat of us drifting apart, we now have breakfast together every day as opposed to uh, more time at night. So instead of just losing that time altogether, we just kind of shift and say we don't want the threat of us now being apart longer during the day to be a problem. So let's create an opportunity out of that, and let's have breakfast together every morning as best we can. And that way we have that time together. We start our day off right. We're thinking about each other all day long. It's on our minds. And that now becomes an opportunity instead of a threat. And that's just a little example of how you can take a, a situation and make it a little bit better, and particularly when it comes to this intimacy part. If your days are longer and you're tired in the afternoon, then maybe you divvy up the chores a little bit or you take time to take care of the kids after maybe your wife has had a long time with them to give her a chance to cool down and, and relax and get her mind in the right place. It's just any one of these things could be a threat or it could be an opportunity. It just depends on how you view it and what you do with it. Love it. Love it. It's our world-famous marriage talk segment. It takes place every Friday at 830 Central, 930 Eastern. The content on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show about the business of marriage, where you can do a a strength, weakness, opportunity threat analysis of your marriage and focus on the strengths and try to figure off what the threats are going to be and take care of that and also mixed signals written by our good friend Robert Kosick. You can always go reach him at honorthevow.com, honorthevow.com. It's a book he wrote. Woo! It's always, I love this portion, seriously. With all the agita in the day, I always love our marriage talk segment. It's very refreshing. Oh, yeah, me too. It's very, very rewarding to look forward to that, knowing that we're helping couples, and we've seen it many, many times over the years, where uh, a few minutes a day on a Friday just helps someone think differently about their marriage and puts it on a different course from where it was going. Again, we're doing the same thing. We're taking what could be a threat to somebody's marriage and we're helping them make an opportunity out of it. And along the way, we've been blessed to uh, help some couples, and there's nothing more rewarding than that. Rock and roll, rock and roll. Robert Kosick, honorthevow.com. Have a blessed Friday and weekend with the family, and I'll talk to you next Friday. Absolutely, Sam. You have a blessed weekend. Thank you, sir. And remember, go to our Facebook page, Sam Alone Show, and you'll see the, uh, the that marriage tip, 219, 218, marriage tip 217, all the way back. It's right there. Sam Alone Show. Back in a second, AM 1070, The Answer.